We've read the book, we've got the main ideas figured out, but let's explore why these ideas matter. It is proven to be true that the majority of students doing work in today's classrooms will enter a workforce that does not pertain to the word problems they are solving or the science they are reading. Learning specific skill sets designed for students to pass standardized exams does not hold the same value that it may have once did. Being creative means being adaptable, and that is what prepares students for life outside of the school setting, which is where they'll be for the majority of their lives. As we've evolved socially and academically, schools everywhere implement courses offered in creativity. Students typically enjoy these courses, as they have the freedom to essentially create, express themselves, and share ideas with their peers. Things like art, music, dance, theater, poetry, word games, rhyming games, educational games, dressing up, and building, and the list goes on and on, are just some of the things schools and teachers can implement into their classrooms to get their kids' minds going. I want to be clear that I am not saying the educational curriculum is not important. It is extremely important, and as a student, I can say that I would be nowhere without the foundations of math science, reading, and writing that I was taught all throughout elementary, middle, and high school. However, it takes a certain type of child to remove their nose from a book on their own, meaning without the enforcement of creative thinking and self-expression from an adult figure in the school setting. Creativity should be enforced just as any other subject would be. It should not be optional. There are so many ways to shed creative light in today's classrooms. The efforts Bruce wrote about is just one small way to hopefully inspire teachers to allow their students to have creative freedom. Some techniques that should be implemented in today's learning environment are not limiting yourself to certain teaching strategies and or assignment formats. Providing students with a subject to cover but giving them freedom in how they complete it is a great way to have children stay academically focused while practicing creativity. When you start allowing more formats in the way students create and learn, they'll have more opportunities to engage with the work they do and will become more invested in it. In academia today, it is so important to set aside time for creativity and to make conscious efforts in pushing your students to exercise the creative portions of their brains. Aside from finding ways to explore creativity, most importantly, make the effort to set aside that time. You can provide them with any tools to enable their creativity such as crayons, clay, markers, notebooks, iPads, computers, or even just access to a library or the internet. They can choose to create or they can choose to do something like explore whatever they are interested in. The whole point here is that there are no restrictions, which is the best part about creativity. It allows the mind to wander into an imaginative state, which is a beautiful thing that a child should be encouraged to do either collaboratively or independently. While our publicity approaches for the fabulous feats of Mr. B children's book were all modern and digital approaches, implementing creativity in the classroom setting is, a great, is great also at the same pace of how our world is evolving. Bringing in technology, the internet, digital platforms and interfaces for students to express creativity with should be accounted for and quite honestly should be taught. This all revolves around the future of our youth. This whole public relations campaign is in efforts to not only publicize this new children's book, but to spread the important message of creativity in schools to our target audience. Doing so will undoubtedly benefit students and build them a pathway to think beyond their years and achieve greatness. Thanks for listening.